houses amazingly full of boxes. There are boxes everywhere. How many boxes would you say there are in total? I really can't say. I mean, clearly over a thousand. Yeah, but I wouldn't know because they're all over the place. Where yeah. are they? Oh, everywhere in the house. I mean, the, half the house was filled with boxes <laughs> and trunks. But some of these boxes haven't been opened for decades. Today, perhaps, we'll open some of the boxes. I don't know what's inside. I know at some point I wanted to keep those things. I thought they'd be useful to share. I thought, surely somebody will find these things interesting or useful. So I'm not going to get rid of those. I'm going to keep them. These boxes are well-shaped. They're ready to hold on and collect. It'd be a waste of a good box. So I kept everything. bit by bit, maybe it's time to let go. It's time to start sharing. If I give it another 25 years, I'll have used it all. I'm going to start today. I'm going to start opening the boxes and sharing and letting it all go. If you've got something you're keeping in a box, you're ready. You ready to open up your box? Be a little bit vulnerable. You can call in. You can open the box live on the air. You can call in live on the show. You can open your box and make it alive. You can call 434-971-8678 during the live Monday afternoon airing. One will be unboxing. 434-971-8678. You'll contribute with care and without thought. What you got. And here comes this. It's called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza for the next two hours or less. Live. Improvised sound collage experiment live radio very risky no plan shape is not yet known the structure is just an underneath structure that makes it possible for structure to spontaneously emerge we'll be with it you can close your eyes you can open things up you can do your work you can put on headphones you can go outside 
You can record it for later. You can skip it. Remix it. Here we go.
digital transformation with a customer-centric viewpoint and, and really have that drive. But you need to think, what does that middle office and back office transformation need to do to support? To yeah, to actually deliver on those promises that you're making. Years began to go by. What was he doing in there? Boxes of the answer. cannot just predict my choices, but also manipulate my desires and basically sell me anything, whether it's a product or a politician. You just need to, to follow your eye movements, like you, you go on, on, on the beach or you, you look at the computer screen and you see an attractive guy and attractive girl and just follow the focus of the eyes, where do the eyes go and who do they focus on? So, how long have you lived here? Two and a half years. You should unpack. All oh, this, 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 this is temporary. Like insanity? <laughs> I plan to design my own place in the, the near future. This is just. This is kind of a layover. Oh, I get it. You can't unpack, because that would mean you really live here. But you don't. You live in this place in your mind that's so perfect, it's too good for you. Because who are you to deserve someplace perfect? You're this slob who can't even unpack.
revenge. General Sir, you look revenge that way. Start to bite digging to grave. Win lose no matter. You make good fight and respect. Then nobody bother. No such thing, bad student, only bad teacher. Teacher say, student do. Karate here. Karate here. Karate never here. Walk right side, safe. Walk left side, safe. Walk middle, sooner or later, Get the squish just like grape. Fighting always last answer to problem. Don't forget to breathe. Very important. Man who catch fly with chopstick accomplish anything. Could you teach me? Half of us learn stand. Then learn fly. Yeah. Nature ruled on your son, not the mind. Balance is key. Balance good, karate good, everything good. Balance bad, get the fuck up and go. Secret to punch. Make a power, whole body. Fit inside, winch. Because my world You trust quality, but you know, not quantity. Just remember, license never replace eye, ear, and brain. Win, lose, no matter. All life have a balance. Everything be better. I mean, I've given this a lot of thought, and, and I think that I'm doing it for the right reasons. And so, that's what I want to do. Y you know what I'm saying? You're saying you want to terminate. Terminate? God, <laughs> it sounds like a rub-out or something. It sounds like a mafia thing. <laughs> I don't want to terminate anything. I just want to leave here and, and never come back. <laughs> okay. Okay? What, that's it? I mean, that's it? That's it. Oh, <laughs> I feel so, I mean, wow, I'm so relieved. I, I, I was, it was like this way was, I was so worried to, But I just realized something. I'm gonna miss you. Isn't that odd? No, not really. Huh. I was wondering, could we keep in touch with each other? I mean, could I maybe send you a Christmas card or something? No, that's probably against the rules. Is that against the rules? There are no rules. You don't have to do everything exactly right. I mean, if you don't do something exactly right, it's okay. 
You know, if you make a teeny mistake, I mean, who cares? I mean, I care. I mean, I care about what you do. I'm just curious about why you think that making a mistake might not be okay. You can be right, or you can be happy. But my words lie 
You know, you're right. This place does need something. He's a piano. I'd buy you a piano tomorrow and you'd hate it. Know why? Because you'd prefer the, like, dream of some future piano to a piano in actuality.
Cause he's always living back in Dixon Circa 1949 And we're all sitting at the fountain At the five Cause he's living in some B-movie The lines, they are so clearly drawn In black and white, life is so easy And we're all coming along on this one
been given an assignment. You have to come up with a monologue. You have to deliver a monologue. Your assignment is to is to, is to speak. You're not going to know when it's time to start speaking. And you're going to be paying attention, but you're going to keep speaking. You have to keep speaking until you're done. You have to look at everyone, but you have to keep looking at yourself because you have to know what you're going to say as you say it, not before. Your job is to speak. Your job is not to worry. Your job is to wonder, but not to judge. Your job is to interrupt the next monologue that you hear. You can practice interrupting monologues. If you have a telephone, some people have telephones. If you have a telephone, you can call 434-971-8678. In the United States, 434-971-8678 on Monday only. You can interrupt the monologue with your monologue and you can start going. Don't have to know what you're going to say. You must not know what you're going to say. You must just start saying it. Because your monologue is going to be the monologue of the moment. It's going to provide great relief to many, to one. You can deliver a speech about being nervous or about that thing that you know or something you thought of or something you figured out something you've been wondering about, you haven't finished wondering, you're wondering right now, you can wonder right into it. You can just start talking to people. You can walk up to people. You can look at them. You can put your fingers out, your pinky pointed outward and your thumb, and you can measure the distance between your mouth and the person's ear, one hand length away, and you can just start speaking. And you can look in their eyes to see what the levels are take a reading try to figure out when it's time to stop you can keep looking over at your phone hoping that your phone will interrupt you hoping that someone will call your phone your phone number is 434-971-8678 you've thought about calling that number you've said next time I'm going to call that number over and over you've said that there is no next time because you're calling you're never going to call again. You're calling now. 434-971-8678. I'm going to practice. If I called, what would I do? How would I interrupt? What would I say? How would I know that it was coming through? Ah, I would be listening. I'd hear that. I'd know. Ah, here comes my chance. And I'd be waiting. And, and then... I would just, I guess I would just start going and, um, I don't know if it, I don't know if it, uh, Suddenly, you're live. It would just be my time and I would take the phone and it would just help. 
it's very unclear. I'm not, I can't, I won't, I can't. If I listen, then I can't tell. So I'm not going to, I'm going to stop. I have to stop listening to myself and just, hopefully you can find something interesting. It won't be about yourself. It won't be about the fact that you're on the air. It will just be something very present and you'll, you'll call in and it'll be like this. You won't get nervous and hang up suddenly. You won't get hung up on and, and, and it would just, it would just go on and on like that, but it'd be potentially more interesting, less interesting, different, more vulnerable, less vulnerable. You can put your headphones back on. You can return to a different reality. You could wonder who else likes this. You can wonder who else hates this. You can be involved. You can be in the crowd. Here comes all this. Here comes that. There goes everything. You're listening to Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. It's a live improvised sound collage experiment happening for the last 25 years and three months and sometimes happening and sometimes on every week and sometimes not on every week and it's on every Wednesday and it's not on every Monday and it's archived online. You can go back and hear the ones you missed. Oh, I'm going to listen to the next one. You can listen to the last one. You can listen to the one 123 episodes ago. You can pick up your DVD collection and you can listen to the ones on there. You can listen to the ones in the podcast. You can make up one of your own. You can listen to that. You don't have to listen to anything. online at lastever.org and you can send email to ken at lastever.org and you can listen live right now if it's monday you're listening on wtju charlottesville 91.1 fm and worldwide at wtju.net the live audio player is at wtju.net slash player if you're listening on wednesday if you're listening on wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m eastern time you're listening on wfmu's give the drummer radio at wfmu.org you just might not be listening so keep listening and keep not listening and remove all commands and move into the passive voice and this is what the passive voice sounds like Just like grip. Oh, right side, safe. 
Walk left side, safe. Walk middle, sooner or later. Get the squish just like grip. started staying in a lot more, so much so that the outside world no longer knew what he looked like. Years began to go by. What was he doing in there? Houses, amazingly, full of boxes. There are boxes everywhere. How many boxes would you say there are in total? I really can't say. I mean, clearly over a thousand. Yeah, but I wouldn't know because they're all over the place. Where are they? Well, everywhere in the house. I mean, the, half the house was filled with boxes and trunks. Some of these boxes haven't been opened for decades. Just perfect. Got to give it a try, see if the dimensions worked. As you can see, that lid comes off perfectly. There's a box as well. You can see it's all out. It's a lovely box.
Your early work was a little too new wave for my taste. But when sports came out in 83, I think that really came into their own, commercially and artistically. The whole album has a clear, crisp sound and a new sheen of consummate professionalism that really gives the songs a big boost.
living thing, no plant or tree, no bird or animal. He has no dog. Nothing. He has no friends. His mom is This dying. is before people. Before anything at all. He says. What's he building in there? Sitting silent.
body contagious, kamikaze style splash like a shot with a gauge until your body sound blast. Head of the class, lag the colotti beats, put the beat, stop with the flavor. Foul body beat, pipe the deep type of disposition, keep on flipping, keep on playing their position, keep making the people listen what I spent. Put them out on the limb, got tears, got blood, got sweat. Speaking out of the pen, your fake niggas not setting the trend. You never listen to them, it's like trying to take a listen to win. My home team, boom, visit is in. We don't test them, they all standing close to the end, so don't stress them. Now who the type built the last? There's no question, I'm asked up, feeling the black with no steps in my sound. Hitting the car from every direction, your head and your shoulder, area, your yeah. section.
data is the new oil. These exponential changes are unstoppable. Man and machine will converge. We are about to transcend humanity. Is it creepy or useful? Is it heaven or is it hell? What will it mean to be human in a world where everyone will need to be amplified or augmented by algorithms? conscious entity can ever hope to do. Tell me what is his name now? What is his name? I'm excited. 
Chelsea's will never end Let's not be friends for sure For sure Your science have done to me. You've infected me. You found ways without even doing it consciously of, of keeping your thoughts well within the immediate environment that you were dealing with. Is all right. It's part of what you are, part of what we all are. 
concerto number three, Beethoven's ninth symphony second movement, Molto Vivace, and La Donna e Mobile, from Verdi's Rigoletto. Do they get invented out of it? simultaneous compositions, but in order to analyze the aesthetics, I try to keep it to ten or less. Only four today? I am assisting Commander LaForge with a very complex calculation. Demands a great deal of my concentration. Hmm. Well, I uh, came to thank you for answering my questions, though I probably should have asked you to limit yourself to 50,000 words. You know how we feel about parties? Hot and loud and crowded, and the only reason anyone goes to them is to pick someone up. Now, why would we want to do that? Well, being a very nice guy. Just be open about your life and who you are and what you like. Don't be ashamed when people ask you what you're working on. Just tell them. They, it doesn't matter what the thing is. You will find the people who respond to what it is that you're doing. And you will let them love you by doing that.
said that I usually end on an optimistic note. I'm not sure which came first. Was life difficult and then I became an optimist? Or was I an optimist? If you sometimes think things are bad, are you an optimist? Do you have do you have hope? Can you see other things? Can you see into the future? Do you feel empowered to make changes? Do you find that you are sometimes sometimes changing? Do you find that you wake up each day? That you wash your face? Do you find that you floss your teeth? Do you think there's a reason? Do you think you'd like everything to last? While you're here, you think there's something that can be done. You choose to go on. Again and again, you choose to go on. Maybe you're right at the end. Maybe you've recently made a choice not to go on. And maybe it feels good. And maybe you're feeling good. And does that make you an optimist? Everything can be changed. Everything will be changed. Someone is going to change you. Somebody wants something to be different and somebody is going to change you. And somebody is going to change around you and you're going to change around that. You're going to change again. I remember when I used to be the same. I remember when every day seemed the same. I remember when everything seemed the same. I remember when I played the same song. I remember when I had the same friends. I remember when I thought the same thing. I remember when I watched the same movie. And I remember when I ate the same food. I remember when I used the same bathroom. And I remember when I followed the same schedule. And I remember when I went to the same job. And I remember when I made the same joke. I remember when I had the same skill. And I remember when I read the same book. And I remember that. 
I kept looking at that. I kept looking at the same thing. I kept staring. I was staring at that person. I was staring at the same person. I stared at that spot on the wall. I kept looking at that sign. I kept looking at the floor. I kept staring at the sky. I was looking at the same sky. I was playing the same game. I had the same idea. I had the same purpose. I remember you. I wrote it down. I wrote down the same thing. I remember I kept writing down the same thing. And I typed the same thing. And everything is the same. Everything is the same.
He used to talk about how he couldn't stand to go to Hollywood parties because people were so phony. And they were, they didn't want to be in their truth or vulnerability. They wanted to be in their whole, their mask and their whole acting out of how fabulous they were and how it's only really interesting to be with people when they're in their vulnerability. It's better to be with someone when they're making mistakes and don't know what to do than someone who's being so sure-footed and phony, you know, that's not interesting at all. Because it comes a point when you... I wanted to do something that I don't know how to do and offer you the experience of watching someone fumble because I think maybe that's what art should offer an opportunity to recognize our common humanity and vulnerability. So rather than being up here pretending I'm an expert in anything, I'm just telling you off the bat that I don't know anything. There's got to be another way. I feel like I'm slipping. But do people who are actually slipping feel that way? Or is it always the really good people who are moving up who invariably think they're slipping because their standards are so high? They are dismantling the sleeping middle class. More and more people are becoming poor. We are their cattle. We are being bred for slavery. The revolution uh, cannot break their signal. Our transmitter is not powerful enough. The signal must be shut off at the source. We have... job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find the fun and snap! And you don't blame your parents, especially if you're an adult. You don't blame your parents for what you could or couldn't do or what you're able or not able to do in life. When we're talking about human beings who lived in a family situation in which their parents, um, they feel as children, especially over the age of four and five, kept them from doing all of these kinds of things. That you have to take responsibility for how you reacted to your parents. You didn't know how to deal effectively with your father. You didn't know how to get what you felt you were entitled to from your mother, or from your grandparents or whatever. Yes, but they were bigger and I was like, yes, I understand all of that. Yes, you were small and they were large and they set the rules and all that. But you still didn't know how to get what it is that you want. And in families, where there's three, four, or five children, you'll find that uh, some people and some children in the family are able to figure out how to have a happy childhood. 
even in a, in a situation which other people would construe as negative. And others are just beaten down by it and, and, and feel that somebody else controlled them or, or, or did this to them. So that I think it's important to even go back through your whole life and take responsibility for how you reacted. I started selling out even before we started shooting. I had to adjust and compromise and it was a thing that was making me physically sick. It was a horror, horror. It could have been, a, uh, I think, a, a great experience, but hiding behind all the filmmaking for three years was this not having final cut. Do not ever make a film without final cut. Totally absurd to be working on something that you can't say how it should be. Absolutely absurd. Audiences know what to expect and that is all they are prepared to believe in. I will not apologize for what I need. I will not apologize for what I want. The plus side of that is that you get things that would be very uh, unlikely to get if you had set them up intentionally. Accidental things that just have a magical quality to them that uh, are clearly recognized for being good, but not intentional. The, uh, the Chinese actually have a word for this called Li. If the idea is good, your chances are quite high that you will get Li. You can't predict when it's going to happen, and you can only recognize it when it does happen. The price you pay for it is a lot of material, because this will emerge only by chance. got to be real lucky because the business is run on money. I will be free and the world will be different because I have understanding. Uh, understanding of what, Master? Digital watches. And soon I shall have understanding of video cassette recorders and car telephones. And when I have understanding of them, I shall have understanding of computers. And when I have understanding of computers, I shall be the supreme being. God isn't interested in technology. He knows nothing of the potential of the microchip or the silicon revolution. Look how he spends his time. 43 species of parrots. Nipples for men. Slugs. Slugs! He created slugs. They can't hear. They can't speak. They can't operate machinery. I mean, are we not in the hands of a lunatic? If I were creating a world, I wouldn't mess about with butterflies and daffodils. I would have started with lasers. Eight o'clock, day one. I, I just can't wait for the new te technological dawn.
We went up to Fresno last weekend. We stopped at a couple of roadside places. All of them had the TV set on. Nobody watching. The goddamn TV set going. And when you say, would you mind turning off the TV? They say, why? Because it's making noise and it's disturbing me and there's no one else in the restaurant and I'm your customer. Can you, you know, can you handle that? And they act, they look at you, you know, they, they, they simply... They simply feel imposed upon if you remove that giant tit from their mouth. Well, people are stupid because they've got the handmaiden of television. Television is not like movies. Television is not like books. Television is not like anything but television. It gives you everything. I mean, I think it's ironic that you probably whoever ever sees this will be seeing it on a TV screen. I doubt that they'll be seeing it on a big movie screen. And maybe it'll be a cassette, but they'll be watching it on a TV screen. It gives you that. Not like radio. Radio is wonderful. Radio, you create it in your mind and you can see it. You can make it just as, as colorful and as smart and as, and as opulent as you wish it to be. On television, that's it. That's what you get and that's the whole thing. This means you don't have to work for it. You can sit there like the couch potato and that's, that's it. you got to have a good thumb and that's about it. That's one reason people are stupid. They just, they're not using their brains. You don't use a muscle, it atrophies. Yeah, the, the accident gave me some actual insight into life and its uh, impermanence and um, that there is something else to it than what meets the eye. That was my actual experience. And so I realized I'd best try to figure out who I authentically was and that I could do that through, through stand-up. And that, that's what attracted you to stand-up? That's what attracted me to stand-up, is I can't do this because for some reason I don't know quite who I am and I have to find out. So it was a parallel path. It was a true life path and then the professional path really was secondary. And so it's incredibly important to unthink at least once a day. You have a decision to make. <sighs> yes. Lifelong friends on one side, a woman on the other. Perhaps the closest friends you'll ever have. Buddies through thick and thin. What's the problem? Bearing in mind there's no such thing as a difficult decision. <laughs> Sorry? Well, every day we make hundreds of thousands of decisions. In a year they run into tens of millions. People get themselves into knots. The truth is, decisions are easy. You know why? Because every time, every time, we already know the answers. You think? Absolutely. Try to see your eyes, tell my eyes. You see, you didn't come to see me to make a decision. You came to me because you didn't like the decision you'd already made. Time's up. Time's up. Sorry, Lawrence. Time's up. Sorry, Lawrence. Time's up.
maybe there was nothing to say. You sat around wondering. You sat around with a blank piece of paper in front of you, waiting for your monologue to emerge. You wrote the alphabet. You wrote some words that start with D. You wrote some words that start with H. You waited for inspiration. While you were waiting, you said some things and you mindlessly made some things and you sang some things, you made some sounds and you kept waiting. You said a couple more things. You wondered when you would know what your monologue was going to be. You wondered when you'd be ready to deliver it. How would you know when it was finished? You thought about getting a writer. Can somebody please write my monologue? I'm supposed to do a monologue right now. You remember that people have plans and they write things down and they write things out and they, they know what they're doing. At least they follow a piece of paper. They wrote something on the paper, then they read it later. Or someone else writes it down and then they read it and because it's written, it must be true. And so it goes on. You think that you are true. And so you are true. I just do it. I don't need to know why. Sometimes people remind me that it creates healing or it facilitates love, helps loosen things. Sometimes people, sometimes people tell me. They talk about gifts and power, and spontaneity, uniqueness. They're enchanted and they're captivated. They find observations vivid and disconnecting. They find boundaries being stretched. They're taken away from the suburban craters they currently find themselves surviving. They ignore the bus that would get them home faster. And they sleep and find it surreal. comforted and they're engaged in the patterns. They're reminded of their own mind thinking layers of remembering, wishing, interruptions, announces, fantasies, entering and exiting. They show it to their friends. Their hearts were beating kind of fast. They wanted to laugh or cry or both. They listen as they drive across the south of Scotland. They find the art so distinctive. They find surprise and sweetness. They find it to be a gently aggressive meditation. It's like an auditory baklava, improvised and unscored. They find it soothing and uplifting, makes them want to move and float. It's incredible. Although they say there are more than a few messages being transmitted at once, 
and even a quality mind starts to crack under the pressure of simultaneous streams. I find serenity was sacrificed at the very beginning. And that for some, of course, there's finally a transmutation and an understanding, while for others, there are too many channels and one might say noise, at which point coherence might bring relief. They find the crying disturbing. The voice of the subconscious. They feel thankful. They miss it. They missed it. It makes them feel tingly and giggly. It tickles them from the inside out. Beautiful how these sounds blend together. It's one of their favorite places. It's their favorite of all time. And they feel a drift across the planet's surfaces. A wind-blown leaf that is an ear, that is a hidden mind within a mind that is a little bit of everything and even more of nothing at all. And they find it to be the most vibrating, spontaneous, imaginable. They're transported to new spheres of sensation. They find it to be magical and unique and wonderful. And they feel the non-logical choreography and even weird combination of circumstances and images. And some kind of goodness flowing in and out and all around. The dreamy quality of everything they've heard. It keeps them afloat. It's a weekly touchstone of unreality amid hard reality. And they're hooked again. It enhances their trance state, just stimulated enough to keep focused. And it's become their regular bedtime story. And their oils unhinge as they vortex the creative entrance of sound and movement. They're awakened and comforted. And they had a million thoughts and feelings. Goosebumpies skipped up and around their arms. And it was mind-bending in a very healthy way, with recurring emotions and ideas that only happen when listening. They always seem important. And even though they left the room a few times, it was a spiritual comforter. They don't always agree with every aspect, but they like what is done. They trust it. It's important. They're glad it's back. They're telling their friends and family They're excited to see. They're hoping for more. It's been deeply missed, and they truly mean it. And they've listened to all. They've released everything. They've danced with their hula hoops. They should be asleep. They're having an explosion of wow. And this has been Ken's last ever radio extravaganza, a live improvised sound collage, happening since 1994 sometimes always and sometimes never. Occasionally here live Monday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the internet and on the radio in Charlottesville, Virginia. And then archived online forever at lastever.org. And sometimes heard again every week, Wednesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Nope. Depends on what time zone you're in, but if you're in the Eastern Time Zone on Wednesdays, it's from 5 to 7 p.m. on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio, WFMU.org. And so it fades away, it goes away, it ends forever. It never happened. It was gone. Send me a note, send email to ken at lastever.org, check in at the Blue Social Network site, listen again, never listen, and say goodnight. Thank you. <laughs>